Nation. Let's go. No time to let the music play, Rachel. We got too much show today. Uh, there is so much going on in the Capital Region and in this state that we got two shows jammed into one, basically. Yes, Hump Day Happy Hour is coming up in uh, just about a half an hour, and I think we got some really good stuff that you're going to enjoy. Stephen Boucher going to join us in 40 minutes, amongst other things. Uh, you know that old, there's good news and bad news? Well, the good news for UPS is you got a new contract. The bad news, well, that came down yesterday, so Steve will join us and talk about that. Rensselaer County Executive is going to join us in an hour to talk about that near-fatal, near-horrific bus situation over in Rensselaer County that involved an illegal immigrant. Um, and this story is crazy, and Steve's going to give us some details on that that uh, you may not know as of right now. So we got a lot going on just in the next hour. But before we do any of that, let me give you a headline that we all saw yesterday. Uh, New York State weighing changes to rules so that they can hire thousands of migrants. Oh, this caught the eye of a lot of people, myself included, and our next guest included. He is Assemblyman Robert Smullen from the Mohawk Valley and the Adirondacks as well. He joins us live right now on WGY Mornings to discuss. Assemblyman, good morning. Hey, good morning, Doug. It's great to be here. Yeah, that was an eye-popping story that came out of uh, Bloomberg and the New York Post yesterday. And as it would have it, we have a workforce development hearing. I'm on the Labor Committee. Uh, so because of this, I actually got to talk to the Civil Service Commissioner about this yesterday directly in public, you know, for the very first time. So tell me about that conversation. Is the story accurate as it was presented, first of all? Well, the the story is accurate. The Hopeful administration spin on it is as well. This is business as usual. You know, we've got all these open jobs. Uh, we need people to fill these jobs. These are all state jobs, mind you, that should be filled by New York State residents who are citizens, who are you know our friends and neighbors. Uh, but what they've done is they've cooked up a plan to, to fill up to four thousand of these jobs with quote migrants and asylum seekers unquote. And that's the one that really got me going was the asylum seeker thing because you know these are people that are not. Uh, uh, in the United States under legal authorization from the federal government. Their cases haven't been adjudicated. You know, this is just outrageous, Doug. Well, because, again, we know all they say is asylum, and then it takes years and or multiple court appearances in multiple jurisdictions to even get to that point to know. Right now, we're just told that all 100,000 that have come to New York City, we're just going to call them asylum seekers, but... That's not accurate in any way. It, it's not accurate. In fact, just calling them migrants is actually inaccurate under federal law. That's the, the term immigrant is actually a defined term under federal law, under the Immigration and Naturalization Act. And this is what's so frustrating is that, you know, when this state, uh, which is on top of New York City, which is a san- sanctuary city, you know, decides to change the rules. They just change the verbiage and then litigate it. And it becomes very, very, very difficult for people to fight back. But we're we're certainly going to do that because, you know, I think this is a very bad idea. I think straight up, the Civil Service Commission, first of all, shouldn't be lowering standards for these positions. This is the standard lowering is just to hire anybody because there's an open position. Uh, but when you have a state job with insurance, with health benefits, with with pension attached to it, we, we should not be doing any of this lightly. You know, this should all have to be legislated at least so we can put people on record as having voted or not voted against this. Uh, it really needs to be stopped. It's an outrage. 
there, there's so many layers to this too. Like, first of all, if not for Bloomberg and not for our friend Zach Williams, I'm not sure any of us would even know this. That's number one. Number two, we went from in about a year's time being lectured that our upstate farms need these workers. Our upstate restaurants need these workers. Our upstate janitorial services need these workers. We went from that story to actually, you know what? We'll just hire them as the government because we got to keep these guys busy. Like, well, that's a bit of a sea change, isn't it? That's a, that's a really big stretch because, you know, New York State's unemployment uh, level is actually over the national average. It's over 4.5%. And that's because of the punitive nature of the business climate, particularly for small businesses. You know, they have a, a lot of trouble hiring people because the uh, unemployment insurance scheme is, is stacked against them. You know, and this particular, like you said, affects farmers because, you know, they're the ones that are out there doing seasonal work for crop work. And it's just become so difficult to do business in New York, the 49th most unfriendly business state in the union by the metrics that I follow. You know, with everything that's going on right now and the budget talks that are going on and the education cuts that apparently, according to the governor, aren't cuts, but everybody else knows they are cuts. And that debate that's going to happen, the housing situation that's going on. With all of that going on, here's the sneaky thing that they're trying to just kind of, oh, don't even worry about it. You don't need to look into this. This just wouldn't bother you anyway. This is great for everybody. And I always tell people, Assemblyman Smullen, and you know it, that's the stuff you really got to keep your eye on because that's when they pull their crap. And then once it's done, you can't really undo it. That's right. and It'll get tucked in the budget somewhere uh, in a little notice line item that is brought up in the middle of the night for a vote. Uh, in which there's no one watching. And, of course, I'm going to vote no on on something like that. Uh, But it's just business as usual for the three people in a room with one-party Democrat rule here in New York State. Meanwhile, the governor was saying uh, yesterday that people that say there's education cuts, and it's you Republicans, you nasty Republicans, who just don't even understand how budgets work. There aren't going to be cuts. You guys are just... You're not on the level that she is. And I was like, this is absurd, of course. Well, it is. You know, I, I spent 24 years in the Marine Corps. I did budgeting in the Pentagon when we talking about budgets that are, you know, orders of magnitude greater than the New York State budget. Now that I'm on the Ways and Means Committee in the New York State Assembly watching each and every line item across all of the various sectors going to the budget hearings, uh, you know, you, you can't fool me. Uh, when it comes down to these budget things. And these school cuts, for instance, uh, are, are distracting a lot of people, but they're very egregious, to, particularly to rural upstate school districts. I wonder how that happened, that, say, a school district like Long Lake gets cut 44% out of its uh, state age in the whole, whole harmless provision. Uh, school districts all across the state are facing this, uh, but it's, it's one of those things where you get the public eye on one cut, and then you slip something else into the budget. It's uh, it's pretty bad. And then she's the gall to basically say yesterday, who are you going to believe, you or your lion eyes? I mean, and, and whenever a politician goes to the, you know, they do this in Congress a lot where they say, if you'd read the bill or if you've ever, if you get a chance to read the bill, you'll understand where I'm coming from. The underlying assumption there is you're too stupid, I'm so smart, and if you only were half as smart as I was, you'd understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. Whenever a politician goes to that card, you know it's lost, and you know they're out of their minds. And that's what 
The governor said that yesterday in January, not in late March when she's been through months of budget negotiations. If she's already going there, God knows what we're going to hear in March. Well, we've got uh, the budget is always due at the end of March. By the beginning of April, it's supposed to be passed on time and under what the you know fiscal plans restraints are. You, we we can't run a budget deficit in New York by law. Thank goodness. Uh, but we'll see. You know, we've got the rest of the hearings coming up the end of this month into February. Uh, we're always watching these things. We're always making sure that what's being presented and what's being questioned of the, the commissioners that work for the administration as we build the one-house budget in the Assembly as they do so in the Senate, uh, we're always on the job making sure that these things don't go unnoticed, and we're going to certainly call them out. Last one, Assemblyman Robert Smullen. As you guys have been kicking around education funding, as we're now talking about these migrants maybe getting hired by the state, is anyone uh, inside the Capitol talking about uh, theft, recidivist crime? Is anyone talking about her state of the state where she said that was going to be a big priority? Because I'm not hearing a lot of that. Well, the, you know, the idea that the retail theft task force is going to solve the crime issue in New York State uh, is just, you know, a mountain that's really uh, not going to be, be climbed this session. You know, from all the stuff that I'm hearing, uh, you know, that's just a fig leaf to hide behind in saying that we've done something about the crime wave. You know, the real issues for criminal justice reform are the bills we've passed in, you know, in the last five years. Things like bail reform, like discovery reform, like taking away judges' discretion, things like raise the age, you know, things like clean slate. Those things are still, you know, working their way through this, the criminal justice system. And all the facts and figures that I see is that crime is trending up, that the number of arrests are trending down, and, you know, New York State is, is headed in the wrong direction when it comes to crime and, and taking care of victims and trying to reduce, you know, the scourge. And, you know, retail theft is just like whack-a-mole. It's just the thing that's popping up right now. Uh, I don't think anything at all will be done about it. Oh, isn't that, isn't that comforting? And when I say that, I mean the opposite of comforting because it's just it's so predictable but also concerning. Assemblyman Robert Smullen, you're always on the case. Appreciate the time early this morning. Hey, thanks, Doug. Great to be on your show. Take care. Rob Smullen, live right here on WGY Morning.